Alhamdulillah, 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 Yuhi <coughs> وما نهاكم عنه فانتهوا من يطع الله ورسوله وأولي الأمر من المؤمنين فلا يضل أبدا ومن يعص الله ورسوله وأولي الأمر من المؤمنين فلا يهدى أبدا أما بعد Dear committed brothers and sisters, for the purposes of this short khutbah, as the weather is stiff cold, and may Allah subhanahu offer you the best of his offers for being here on a day like this, for the purposes of this abbreviated khutbah, people are two kinds or two types. There are those who listen and acknowledge truth and justice and follow that up with the necessary responsibilities and work that has to be done. And there's another type of individuals who will listen to the words of truth and justice and they may recognize the validity therein but they are not willing to follow that up with responsibilities and what has to be done. These facts unfolded in front of our very eyes in the time of Allah's Prophet. May Allah's peace and blessings be upon him and his. The subject of our Islam began with one word from Allah Tabaraka wa ta'ala And that word was Iqra' All of our responsibilities that followed began with the word Iqra' Meaning to acquire 
the necessary information that is needed in soul and in society. But you and I know what happened after that. There were people, individuals who listened and they knew the truth and they recognized the justice of that truth and they followed. And there were people who listened and began to play their own social tricks on society and on themselves. We've spoken for a very long time about the necessity of gaining, acquiring necessary information from Allah and His Prophet. There's no doubt this is needed in societies where ignorance is prevalent. But some people, you offer them the necessary information that they need for their well-being in this dunya, in this world, and in the life to come, in the final destiny of man, al-akhirah, And then they will do anything within their capacities to circumvent any responsibility, any work that is needed that follows. To remind you, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not reveal the first word to us, jahid, qatil, no. The first word was Iqra. So why did the society go crazy? The all, all that was required from Muslims were to tune in to Allah and His Prophet. And then the big shots around had problems with all of this. These people, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks to this type of character. He says, وَجَحَدُوا بِهَا وَاسْتَيْقَنَتْهَا أَنفُسُهُمْ وَجَحَدُوا بِهَا وَاسْتَيْقَنَتْهَا أَنفُسُهُمْ They disputed it and deep down inside they knew it was the truth. They were certain of its truth and justice content. وَجَحَدُوا بِهَا وَاسْتَيْقَنَتْهَا أَنفُسُهُمْ A supplement to this type of people, Allah speaks about individuals who go in the wrong direction when they have knowledge. Another ayah says, وَأَضَلَّهُ اللَّهُ عَلَىٰ عِلْمٍ Allah had him go in the wrong direction when he had knowledge.
And to that end, another ayah completes this subject matter. The ayah says, Inna Allah la yughayiru ma biqawmin hatta yughayiru ma bianfusihim. Allah does not change that which is in a society until they change that which is within themselves. Another way of saying this, Allah doesn't change a sociology until the change occurs in the psychology. Inna Allah la yughayiru ma biqawmin hatta yughayiru ma bianfusihim. We are quoting these ayat and concentrating our mind on these meanings in the context of two this week in the context of two developments the first development is the reinstatement of a social islamic character the muslims have been fading away socially for hundreds of years disappearing socially we've been disappearing and then 39 years ago we reappeared in a social character which we didn't have for generations and people saw this you can be a Muslim, you can be a non-Muslim. You can see a development like that happening. And then you'll feel, what are my responsibilities? What should I do if I belong to such a successful effort? And you can look at people you know around you and see what they are doing. Have they done anything? Did they do something at the beginning and then no longer wanted to follow up with what they are do were doing? You can judge for yourself. The facts speak for themselves. We can speak about Jumu'ah prayers here. This is the other development that occurred 36 years ago this week on the lunar calendar these crooks and criminals who confiscated the Islamic Center they did so on the 20th of the month of Jumad al-Ula in the year 1403 on the Hijri calendar. Today is the 15th of Jumad al-Ula, the year 1439 on the Hijri calendar, which means five more days 
We will have been here for 36 years according to the Hijri timetable. 36 years. You think there's not Muslims around? Coming and going. You think there's not people around? Coming and going. How do they feel? Do they know what is happening? Is knowledge, just knowledge, is that enough? To motivate them to do what has to be done? Or have they found their escapist rationalization of saying, well, it's uh, retire now. As if Muslims were born to retire. That word retirement, where do you find it? In the Quran or in the Sunnah? Whether you're retiring from a local responsibility or whether you're retiring from a global responsibility. What excuse do you have? Tell us. The most, we've been, the only thing we have been doing is speaking the truth as much as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can afford us to do so. We're not forcing anyone to do anything. Islam itself did not grow because Muslims were forcing others to do things. Islam has its own integrated vitality. It has a way of growing. It has a way of maturing. It has a way of spreading. And all of this is in the hand and in the control of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What is required of us is to feel the sense of responsibility and to do whatever is in our capacity to be done. We're not responsible for results. We are responsible for the effort. And towards that end, we have invested our effort in the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. أقول قولي هذا وأستغفر الله لي ولكم أدعوه سبحانه وأنتم على يقين بالإجابة وتوبوا إلى الله إن الله تواب رحيم. الله الذي هدى وصلى الله وسلم على سيدنا المصطفى وعلى آله وصحبه أولي النهى وأولي التقى Dear committed brothers and sisters in the Arabian Peninsula. And that problem has extended its tentacles 
all around the globe and parts of those poisonous tentacles are here in what is supposed to be the capital of democracy and freedom the different freedoms that they sing about we want to keep a close eye on these misrulers in the Arabian Peninsula notice that in these past months certain comments were made because a super rich billionaire or billionaires were detained in golden cages so to speak the Ritz Carrollton in Riyadh you tune in to the misinforming mass media and they speak about Prince Talal this and Prince Talal that his relationships with Murdoch his acquisition of certain business ventures around the world his wealth in the tens of billions of dollars and he's sitting there in a luxurious hotel and they're trying to the authorities there that take their orders from the CIA and from the bosses in Washington they're trying to milk these billionaires since November 4th up until this week they said they got 107 billion dollars out of that crowd of businessmen princes ex-government officials and anyone they perceive to have a considerable amount of wealth on the other hand and before November the 4th before they escorted these billionaires to a plush hotel in September they escorted 70 of their religious scholars into prison but no one speaks about the religious scholars not even the followers of the religious scholars are speaking about them they have followers all around the world one of them has 17.5 million followers on his social media but no one mentions them what's the double standard here what's with this psychology Islam is pristine but the psychology of those who brush themselves with an Islamic color is petrified in that troublesome kingdom this week a Saudi citizen goes online 
and wants to sell his maid. His maid is from Tunisia. He brings her home. His wife doesn't want a young maid in the household. So she forces the husband to put her for sale to another customer who will take her to their home. This is happening in the land of Islam, in the land of the Quran. The United Arab Emirates, remember these are war criminals. Saudi Arabia and the United Arab Emirates are war criminals in the Arabian Peninsula. What they are doing in Yemen condemns them. What do we have coming out of the United Arab Emirates? They display a ring, a gold ring, which is the largest gold ring in the world 64 kilograms it's in the Guinness World Record 64 kilograms of pure 21 carat gold figure out how much that is in the millions of dollars at the time when a neighbor Yemen is a neighbor in the Arabian Peninsula don't be simple minded and think about neighbors as the simple neighbors next door you can have family neighbors and you can have social neighbors the Yemenis are the social neighbors of these inhabitants in the Arabian Peninsula what do you think you are showing off displaying a ring like that when the tragedy there's a competition now between the tragedy in Yemen and the tragedy in Syria which is the number one human tragedy at this time because of the rulers in the Arabian Peninsula how do you suppose to feel when you know this truth and these facts, do you feel any responsibility? And then we have, and this condemns our religious institutions. When we begin to have peoples, individuals, families in our societies committing suicide, or sexual offenses the frequency is increasing if there was any substantial content in the masajid by those who speak to the public we wouldn't have the frequency of these types of crimes that we are exposed to week in and week out let us demonstrate just in this in the past week or so some of the crimes we can't obviously cover the whole territory but we will mention some of these crimes that are committed 
by people who don't have a conscience, they don't have a heart, and they don't have a soul in them. And we're speaking about this not to score political points. We are speaking about this because these are munkar. A video has gone viral. That video shows, and I have to repeat, in saying what I'm going to say, we're not taking sides in an internal civil war. We are just looking at the fact. <coughs> in the northern part of Syria, now there are Turkish forces in the northern part of Syria, and there are different factions that are fighting against each other. One of those factions are the Kurds. And it just happened that there is a video that shows a female Kurdish warrior who was killed and then you had troops around her taking her clothes off the upper half of her body and stomping on her breast with some of them saying, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. What do you say about something like that that has gone viral on social media? And they mutilate her body. And this is, you think this is something that only Muslims are viewing? The world is viewing. And what does that say? about we the Muslims? What does it say about ourselves? What do you say about a mother from Uzbekistan in one of the Russian cities who sells her newborn baby for what amounts to the equivalent of $200 to purchase a ticket to fly from the Russian city to the city in Uzbekistan. Isn't this a munkar, something repugnant? Does anyone feel that something has to be done about this? About these types of things? A Tunisian in Brussels, in Europe, commits suicide. He throws himself from the 20th story of a building down and he kills himself the investigation ensues by the authorities they go to tell his wife and they find that his wife is dead along with his three children six eight and ten years old in pakistan person in his 20s rapes a young girl six or seven years old her parents were performing the Umrah the girl was leaving from 
a school that teaches the Quran, he accompanies her, takes her about a mile away in a garbage area, rapes her, then cuts her to pieces. This is, this is happening in an Islamic society. The, as we said, odd things like this may happen from time to time. They're rare. In the time of Allah's Prophet, there were ugly things that happened, sexual things that happened. But it wasn't a frequent occurrence like we have here. Even outside, forget about, you think only Muslim societies have degenerated because of the misrule that we have all over the place? Even non-Muslim societies. In India, somewhere in the area of New Delhi, a person rapes an eight-month-old baby that happens to be his cousin. Why are things like in Los Angeles, 55,000 people are living in the streets. They have no homes, no roof over their head. No mattress to sleep on. 55,000 in an affluent society like this. What more can we say or should we say? Or should we leave it at that? And when, you, when this information goes through your mind, do you feel any responsibility? Or you don't? Only you can answer that question. And only you can either be involved or withdraw yourself to the consequences that await you in the world to come. Allahumma arina al-haqqa haqqan warzuqna tiba'ah wa arina al-batila batilan warzuqna ijtinabah wa la taj'alhu multabisan alayna waj'alna lilmuttaqina imama rabbana la tu'akhidna inna sina aw akhtakna ربنا ولا تحمل علينا إصرا كما حملته على الذين من قبلنا ربنا ولا تحملنا ما لا طاقة لنا به واعف عنا واغفر لنا وارحمنا أنت مولانا فانصرنا على القوم الكافرين اللهم صل على محمد وآل محمد اللهم بارك على محمد وآل محمد اللهم صل على إبراهيم وآل إبراهيم اللهم بارك على إبراهيم وآل إبراهيم في العالمين إنك حميد مجيد بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم والعصر إن الإنسان لفي خسر إلا الذين آمنوا وعملوا الصالحات وتواصوا بالحق وتواصوا بالصبر ومن أظلم ممن منع مساجد الله أن يذكر فيها اسمه
وسعى في خرابها أولئك ما كان لهم أن يدخلوها إلا خائفين لهم في الدنيا خزي ولهم في الآخرة عذاب عظيم إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعظكم لعلكم تذكرون ولذكر الله أكبر والله يعلم ما تصنعون وأقم الصلاة Thank you.